Hi there, this is Tam. And I'm Eternally Mortal. And this is the Hidden Egg Podcast, where we talk about vulnerability. And stuff and things. Yep. Hey, welcome back. <clears throat> it's been a little while. There's been some <laughs> there's been some hiatuses. We got sick. Yep. Amongst other things. Um and it gave us a little bit of time to really think about what we're doing here. And to be dissatisfied with it. <laughs> Ultimately, as humans, we were dissatisfied with it. And so we're at a crossroads. Well, we're perpetually, everyone is perpetually at a crossroads in every moment because you can do anything in the current moment. But we are at a crossroads with the podcast. We even have episode nine of Erased still up staring at us yeah so we were doing we were doing a react thing to erased and we got through the first eight episodes very difficultly the first two thirds <clears throat> and it's not that the show is bad or no. that we reacting to it was difficult um i think we've enjoyed the reactions it's just that we have we don't have time we don't have the time in the week to do reaction channel stuff. Well, it's it's a combination of the amount of time we have available and the the rate at which our available time progresses us through the series. Right. It feels a little ridiculous for a 12 episode series that each episode's only 22 minutes. So like when you do the math on that, how many how many hours is that? Like 6? No, oh, less than 6. Oh yeah, it's uh, it takes three episodes to make up an hour, and so that's four hours. It's a little over four hours to watch. Yeah, four hours and like eight minutes. And not that we would be able to watch it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Not that we'd be able to watch it without having commentary, even if it was just you and me. But I have a feeling we could probably have gotten through this in five hours. Uh, Maybe six hours. Without commentary, are you saying? Or with commentary? With with our, our typical commentary. With our typical commentary, uh, I'd probably give it like seven or eight. I think we'd double the amount of time. But, you know, that's fine. Well, at this point, we're, we're still over that. Well over. Well that. over that amount of time. Like, we were watching the Wheel of Time series, and, like, some of those episodes themselves were over an hour but it took us like an hour and a half to two hours to watch some of them more than that yeah some of them we still doubled up on that too like we spent a lot of time talking i have a lot of feelings about the wheel of time <laughs> i have so, a lot of feelings about everything but like for episodes that are 22 minutes and there's only 12 episodes so the entire thing i could binge in four hours it just seems ridiculous for it to take three months of podcasts for us to get through. Also, we ran into issues that caused a, a lot of breaks. Even longer. And so it's like six months. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we might have to, if we want to do reaction type content, we may need to change our <clears throat> format. Yeah, I think going forward, um, the reaction stuff is going to have to either take a, take a seat, you know, in the, in for the time being or we'll have to do like one-off kind of stuff kind of yeah yeah maybe maybe uh spend a lot of time 
watching and reacting to content and then spend a great deal of time after that editing it <laughs> and then release it uh but that doesn't help us from here so from here we have um we have two real possibilities that you mentioned earlier that we're not going to do this today obviously mm-hmm. um but they're for the next podcast like where where we're going from here and one of those was that we could try to do one like straight shot just watch all four episodes in one go in a giant episode mm-hmm. that you know we then release all at once we could also do like we've been doing and and just try to suffer through and then just take a break in december the downfall to both of those is that like doing the one shot that's going to be exhausting yeah because that's that's going to be at least a good two to three hours of us watching and recording Mm-hmm. And that's not including my part in editing and then uploading it and, and all that, which is fine if that's what we choose to do. But I'm not sure that that's necessarily the best choice. Sure, absolutely. Um, and then the, the downfall of the other one is that, well, it it's so hard to remember week to week what happened in the previous episodes and to stay engaged and excited about what we're watching it it's and then the motivation to be able to see it through for another month to know that we won't reach the end until a month from now mm-hmm. that's just crazy i think that there's a middle ground of those as well and that we could try and do two double episodes and you know let it be long and you know if, if we're taking this episode that we're doing right now and we're just discussing how we feel about it and what our future holds and what our present holds then you know we could do two episodes where we do two episodes of the show each and make them a little hefty but get through it that means that the next time we do a race we would know that the next time is the last time Hmm. and maybe that might help the motivation to get through and finish it maybe if we feel like it's important to finish it because it doesn't have to be right and that's the other the other side of it do we even bother finishing it right um there was a a kind of middle ground one where i was going to say we could finish it off screen and then talk about it Mm. in an episode talk about our impressions of the the last four episodes it's a different format than what we have had but it's you know, it's kind of a middle of the road of like, well, we don't have to necessarily do, you know, the watch time. I don't think anybody's coming into the channel to watch it with us. So it's all based on the recording. And since it's based on the recording, I don't know that we need to do it with the same format. If right. People are just coming in to listen to it and, and, and listen to our reaction to it. Um, <clears throat> so there's that one also. I don't know. I don't know which one. I, I feel like we're we're kind of bringing these up, putting them out in the air to see if maybe anybody has any thoughts about it. That well, also us talking listeners about listeners about it, of, of the podcast, right? Listener in- input would certainly if you if you have any free to free to uh, input it in, absolutely would be great. But also just talking about it might 
help us jog some stuff loose. Like for instance, if we look at it, right? What we've been doing, the, the slow form of reacting to it, has really given us the opportunity to pick apart this show and talk about very, every, every aspect that we've noticed for the most part, you know? Yeah. And if we were to, you know, watch all four episodes and then give an impression of how the last four went and everything, we're going to not talk about, we're going to miss details, which yeah. isn't necessarily a problem, but it is an aspect of what is, we're going to be talking about. Yeah, it is, it is something that uh, it'll lose taking that format. Yep. You're right. So, but, um, <clears throat> I mean, well, what do we get? What are we, what are we looking for here? What are we trying to do? What do you mean? Am I being too existential, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't understand what you mean. Like, well, what are we getting out of the experience? Kind of. Well, what are we going for with the experience? Or like, mm. what can we target to shoot for? You know. Um. Well. Obviously, because we're a podcast of vulner about vulnerability, the general goal was to be vulnerable. But you're right; we don't, we haven't really defined something that we want to do with that vulnerability, which is kind of why this season has been just reacting to videos. Right. Exactly. But you're right. From here on, like we really should figure out what it is that we want to do with it, like what our end goal is. I thought, I could be wrong, but I thought we kind of had a, a, a an inkling of an end goal of trying to just put vulnerability out there to show people that it's okay to be vulnerable and to try to help make people more comfortable, comfortable. in vulnerability. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I do want to promote being vulnerable to being your true self out there not hiding who you are and everything like that right i do i do want that right that's but true. that's such a vague goal it is that's not a real goal that's a mission statement yeah you know and and mission statements are important because it, it the, those those help you remember the, the reason why you're doing it mm -hmm. but we do you're right we do need a goal we need something concrete that is a a something we can work towards something that we can create tasks to do to get there whereas you know the mission statement is is supposed to be lofty and vague because you know there's a lot of different ways to that could break down and we have to be able to change the plan if something stops working mm -hmm. like so <clears throat> yeah absolutely i do want it to be, have a little bit more versatility as well but um you're talking about a concrete goal and i'm i'm struggling to i'm struggling to even come up with an example at this particular moment because what we're talking about is a concept and i'm not sure what to point at and say that that's what we want to that's what we want to accomplish at least that's not for me i can't do well it. can i can yeah, i kind of like sidestep for a minute so um <clears throat> I have other podcasts and other endeavors. So right now, most of what I'm trying to focus on is my Substack, which I'm working on self-care. Mm. And there's a sort of mission statement I have with it to build a foundation of self-care in my life so that I so that I can build other things on top of it without 
destroying myself. Mm -hmm. But there is a very real goal in there that I want to, over time, kind of create articles. It's not really the articles they care about, but but they will eventually filter into um, when I get to the end, quote unquote, the end. So there's no real end to a self-care goal. But like when when I get to the end of discussing all the different facets of self-care, I want to be able to put that into a book. Uh-huh. So my end goal with that particular substack element is to write a book about the self-care journey. I don't know what kind of book it's going to be. I don't know why it's going to be special, what's going to set it apart from all the other books out there. That's That's the stuff that I think that the journey itself will help me realize and figure out. But the the end goal, the concrete goal that I'm working toward is creating enough information that I can eventually pull from to create a book. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> so I mean, that's one, one way that, you know... We could piggyback off of that and make <laughs> potentially make a book about vulnerability <clears throat> written by, you know... Tam and Mortal. Maybe. We have a lot of beginning content from the beginning, the first season of this podcast. We talked a lot about the general aspects of vulnerability and stuff. That still feels really vague because it's. It was. What's the vague? What's the book going to be about if we write a book about vulnerability? There's um. There's also so um. Ghost has been watching a lot of Good Mythical Morning. They don't have a solid end goal. They have a goal for each episode. So a lot of their episodes end up being like, will it plaw? Like, will it taco? Yeah. Will it pizza? Will it nachos? And and that ends up being the goal for each episode. You know, they, they, they have episodic goals that bring them, you know, closer to their overall mission statement which i think is is just you know being entertaining probably you know being themselves being entertaining they've created jobs by way of good myth it used to just be them yeah and now they have like a whole freaking team and spin-off channels and it's been really amazing but like so so their mission statement of entertaining people has become this whole like empire in in a way Mm mm-hmm and uh but but they but each each episode has a goal and i'm wondering if we need we can come up with something that has that feel to it that would be cool too sure yeah it's a lot of ideas that i don't know that i have at the moment i I feel hard i feel uh (laughs) i feel it's difficult for me to commit to that (laughs) but i love the idea of it certainly well let's think what does vulnerability do like what can you do with vulnerability especially something that's fun mm-hmm. <clears throat> crickets crickets indeed <laughs> maybe we have the wrong uh concept for our show i don't know that it's the wrong concept i don't i just don't think that we've we've really dived into it far enough to to gain a good understanding of what it is we want 
what it is we want to do, what it is we're willing to do, what it is people want us to do, and find out where all those things meet. And coexist, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, I do think that we, we should try to spitball some of those ideas, um, if not now, then over the next week or two. Because I, I think we need to figure out what we're doing after we, whatever we're doing with Erased. Right. Well, For the okay. next season. Right. You know what a fun thing to do that's vulnerable is? What's that? Truth or dare. Oh, that's true. I should write that down. Well, I can write it down when I edit. I listen to the this whole is, thing now. This is recorded forever. Yeah, it's recorded forever. Um, so, so truth or dare? That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one gets that one gets messy. Well, it potentially does get messy, and we'd have to be able <clears> to come <throat> up with some pretty decent dares for things that we're not willing to be truth about, and also be willing to ask each other things that were well, whatever. We could finagle it into a game show if we wanted to. But, so, yeah. I mean, along that line, what I'd really like to do is find some kind of, like, way to not gamify, but, like, sort of entertainify um, people writing in, like, their dirty little secrets anonymously. Mm. Like, I don't, I don't want to connect them to who they are necessarily, unless they want us to, but I, I feel like mostly it should be an anonymous thing. Sure. And that may be fun. And then we can talk about, you know, what our thoughts are about it, what may have led to it, you know. We could just, you know, hypothesize Hypothesize about certain aspects of it. Yeah. Uh, We could have people that potentially write in twice and be like, y'all were so wrong. You have no idea what's going on. That'd be (laughs) hilarious. Um, But otherwise, it's basically just like spilling the tea, you know. That's just talking some tea right there. And, um so that's that's an interesting idea as well um there's also i also have an idea of um so this one might not be as it might not be as as good of an idea but it it it's you got to come up with a bunch of bad ideas before you get to, to a good one so this oh yeah so this idea is you know how there's all those like comedians and youtubers and everything that <clears throat> they come out and they're like they're horrible people uh, like they they've been grooming um teenagers and in, into being their sexual partners or like actually doing this or they're making comedy bits about this no they're like doing it okay so there's comedians that have done terrible things yes i'm aware yes. that there's comedians that have done terrible i mean things. everybody i said comedians and youtubers and i was like just kind of saying like the entertainers the entertainment industry in general like there's a lot of shitty people there's in. there's a lot a lot of shitty people and then and then there's also people that like are being accused and they didn't do anything right because there's some good people in it too we could talk about those we could just talk about shitty people yeah i don't know if that's a good idea because that could lead us down a really bad road. Well, I mean, yeah. But so, it is an idea. So if we if we decide to have like a whole episode where we talk about how shitty of a person Logan Paul is, for instance. <laughs> like, right. we do run the risk. Because like, you know, of, of being seen as like clickbaity, you know. Right. Because then we have the option to be able to put Logan Paul's name <clears throat> in the title of our podcast. Yep. episode yep. and even maybe do a hashtag logan paul well the biggest danger there is that if we get 
known enough, then and we do an episode about Logan Paul, then Logan Paul's going to be like, you need to put me on your podcast because we're clearing this up. Or he might do a like cease and desist. I don't know. There's yeah. legal ramifications right. that it's we're the not legal really... things. That's a problem. <clears throat> if he wants to challenge me to box him, then I'll either just decline or let him kick my ass for for funsies, and we'll make a bunch of money. I don't. Off of it, I don't recommend the second one there. I don't really like. I mean, he, that's kind of what Logan Paul's been doing is put, put bringing a lot of people into the boxing. Yeah, but recently. you can just say no. I probably will say no. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of American Ninja Warrior recently, so I might have a big head about stuff now. Like I think somebody, I think somebody, um, somebody challenged Charlie Penguin Zero. Yeah. Uh, and and, and he was like, "No, yeah, I know you will uh -huh. beat my ass. I don't need to step in the ring for you, you know, to to accede to you yeah. being stronger than I am." Moist Griddle made. made made a couple have made, has made a that. couple of videos about that one of them being like people keep telling me that like i need to get into the ring and fight people but like why right. <laughs> why would i do that right um yeah yeah, yeah. uh i but i i'm the sort of dude that's like you want to have i mean let's go have some fun I don't care. Beat the shit out of me. It'll be great. It'll be fun. I'll be fine. So I'll recover from it. That's just who I am. Jesus. I don't know why my throat's doing this so bad. We can do a pause if you want yeah, to. It, it's fine. It's just going to keep doing it. Okay. Anyway, um, it's probably from allergies or something. We can go along that same line and just kind of talk about the entertainment industry. Like we we consume a lot of entertainment, so we can yeah. try to like we we can try to keep up with you know Penguin Zero or the random stuff, and we can kind of do like the Daily Show kind of shit. That's just like we just randomly bring up things, and and the things that we bring up have their own goal to to do. Like uh, I forgot what is it the Daily Show that did the thing on chocolate late. Lately, oh, I don't know. A couple of seen, days ago, I haven't seen a lot of daily. The show goal, content. the goal of the whole episode was just to inform people about how if you eat chocolate, you are likely, unknowingly, supporting child labor. No, like it's so rampant mm -hmm. in chocolate farming that like that's just kind of that's just kind of the thing, and we all just either don't know about it or just accept it as that's the way things are. Uh huh. Um, and, and, you know, they talked about wow. the specifics of it. And I think their, their, their underlying goal was really just to kind of shove like these four different, four or five different comp chocolate companies under the bus to be like, you account for 25% of all chocolate sales worldwide. Y'all have the power here. Okay. Mm -hmm. You should, you should be embarrassed that you aren't doing enough. Yeah. That's also, you know, last week tonight with John Oliver. Does That's that what it was. That's what it was. It wasn't the Daily Show. It was last night tonight. Last week tonight. Last week tonight. Whatever. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, John Oliver's show does that stuff, and it's hilarious yeah. and good stuff. I don't know that we're gonna, because John Oliver's got oh, he a has huge and, team yeah. of lawyers. I'm not saying that we do it to that degree. I'm just saying like we pick an issue and then we talk about it. Sure, sure, sure. No we don't have sense. writers to go doing all that digging, so it's gonna just be our information. And I'm not, I'm not doing hours worth of homework to write a full episode but i think we can be like okay well what's happened this past week and then we just talk about what happened 
in the last week and like whatever comes up is what comes up sure um we might need to decide whether or not we're gonna have boundaries on that because like a lot of the content i i paid attention to like a little bit more than the last couple of days like a week or two ago was palestine yeah it was it was all palestine israel i look i think i think that has its place too if we if we did an entire episode on palestine then that's what happens you know yeah yeah and you know we can always justify anything as being raising awareness because yeah no information out there the point to the podcast is vulnerability so it's how we feel about stuff so it's how we feel about stuff yeah unabashedly which means we might fight about stuff yeah we might i can't wait so those are those are some of the ideas i think my favorite one is 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 the you know talking about whatever we noticed in the last week like whatever like the last week tonight kind of kind of idea i like their format it's Mm. a nice format it i don't know that we have to be so rigid with it because we don't have a team no we can just kind of howard stern it and be like you know we're just going to talk about the things that we remember maybe we'll write down a couple of notes through the week of like I want to I want to bring this up but right. no real solid like script or anything keeping it raw you know yeah absolutely and you know having these other ideas is also it's it's very like good mythical morning where you know we might occasionally do a, a truth or dare episode or right we might occasionally do a deep dive on fucking some more news with cody johnston you know and and stuff so like you know anything we might decide to pick out so that's a cool idea and that way we will always be able to default to let's talk about the last week and what we've been right going through that's my favorite one so far but you know we have some time to think about it and to come up with ideas nothing set in stone yeah man you seem cool. pensive. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, there's some um, imposter syndrome that are, that's going on. Like it feels. Oh, like we we aren't big enough to do stuff like that. It's just that like I feel I feel personally like you know, um, it's ambitious of me to believe that I have the gumption to actually be a part of anything like that, and that's just my own crap that I got to deal with inside my head. Like, what is it? Because you don't feel like you deserve to be listened to like you don't think that your opinion's important enough for anybody to care well just to an extent that's part of it certainly um it's also just that like you know uh i i feel like i have to have some element of feeling like i'm important to be able to be on a show that's doing a funny thing mm. like a truth or dare sort of thing and um while in regular life i'm pretty good at going along with stuff at yes anding and just going along and everything like that but i'm very concerned that when it comes down to it i won't be able to yes and it that i'll just i'll just be the stick in the mud that prevents the show from moving forward somehow because my brain will just be like nope we're not (laughs) doing it well that's I mean that's a that's content too i know it totally is i've seen (laughs) shit like that like do you mind if i talk about some content no go ahead so i don't know how much you paid attention to the people in the periphery around hassan hassan piker hassanabi 
I try not to. I mean, I, I like him as a person, and I, I, I have... I, I agree that his content is worthwhile to watch for some people, but it just makes me anxious and angry, and I don't want to live that kind of life. So makes him I anxious stay and away angry from too. it. Makes him anxious and angry, too. But I'm not just talking about like. But the I respect the stuff. fact that he does what he does, and I think that what he does is a necessary service. One of the, one of the groups he's kind of somewhat a part of is the um, um, Cutie Cinderella, I think is her name, and... The real popular dude that I can't remember the name of right now. God damn. Anyway, they do. They did a whole like for the last couple of years. They did this whole big getaway where they where they a whole bunch of Twitch streamers and some YouTubers go to a resort, go to a, like a resort that they rent out, and then oh, they do I a bunch of that. games and shit like that. I can't remember what it's called anymore either. Um, but like, it's just them doing the best they can to like make interesting content, and they've all been in front of a camera putting out content for years for hours a week for years but it's still just like you and me doing a jeopardy you know what i mean and uh it, it, watching that kind of stuff gave me a lot of hope that like it doesn't matter what your skill level is you can put on anything and it'd be good as long as the people that are in it are in it to yeah. have fun and I just, you know, for some reason, have this worry that, like, as soon as we get into it, my brain's just going to be like, nope, I don't want to have this fun. <laughs> I love the voice, too. <laughs> Thanks. I miss your voices. You used to do a whole bunch of voices. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's been a while. And then you just stop. I have a feeling it's because of that one voice that really bothers me. No, it's uh, actually, uh, I mean, do you want to know what's going on, sure. actually? Because I don't know if this is for sure, but this is the the idea that I have. So for some reason, once I started considering the idea of, uh, of creating content myself, then, like, I started, like, putting all of my performative um, silly things that I did around the house, like, on hold. Hmm. Like, I'm saving it for performing it. But then... It just builds up to all this pressure to actually do some sort of performance that I don't have to perform anything, and so I've just kind of like stunted yeah. myself for no reason. And I, think I don't you did know it backwards. why. Probably. Like Jim Carrey, his his whole thing was like to always be in performance mode. Just was it? do it all the time, everywhere. And now that he's you know all successful and moderately wealthy, he 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 has seen a more enlightened view where he is kind of weird sometimes but like in a good way well i like it i so. like it but i know a lot of people are all like oh it's you know they're, it's, it's they're put off by it but i, I like weird. i don't know i'd love to sit down with him and just sure have a have a coffee or something with him he probably needs coffee i can't handle coffee but whatever well it, it, fucking <clears throat> jim carrey shaped the humor of a generation in the fucking 90s like just just the first, just the the two Ace Ventura movies and the Mask alone, right? Were oh, and what was so it? Funny. Fire Marshal Bill. Oh, I didn't even see that shit. I oh mean, I was God, vaguely from... aware of In Living Color. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wait, was that In Living Color? I thought it was uh, Saturday Night Live. I'm pretty sure Fire Marshal Bill was from In Living Color, but it was. I mean, In Living Color was just a, a slightly less successful Saturday Night Live. Actually, it was more successful. It was just black themed, so white people didn't see it. Did, was it more successful at the time? I think it was. Well, in from what I know, I thought it was more successful in in its time, but it wasn't successful overall. And Saturday Night Live still exists, so obviously, it technically was less successful. But there was a time when 
more people were watching In Living Color than were watching SNL. But I, I, I do think that Jim Carrey never really did the whole <clears throat> SNL thing. I think that Jim Carrey did. I think you're wrong. Color. I think he did SNL. I don't think he did In Living Color. Okay. But I, I don't remember. I, I don't either. remember. I watched them both. So I got them confused for the longest time. Maybe when we talk about this stuff, we should start also like googling oh, shit. You want me to too? Google no, you don't have to Google right it now. But like, maybe can. we can practice. I mean, it's right um, there. Sure, why not? Fire Marshal Bill. In uh, living, it color. is in living color. You're right. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Ten so points. that's probably part of why it was more successful during that time. I think because Fire Marshal Bill was a he was hilarious. Yeah. He was looking at me, he's looking so silly. Uh okay. Um but my my point was like there was there was a point where he did an interview and he basically like he basically explained he was still married at the time. He basically explained that like he never shuts off. Mm-hmm. He was just like that all the time because every moment was a moment that he could be making somebody laugh and honing his craft. Like this that was just who he was. I think I think maybe doing it all the time might have been a bit excessive because i think he lost his marriage partially because he couldn't turn himself off and just be a regular person sometimes sure and he went down a pretty dark road and then like i i feel like he's a lot more enlightened and a lot more balanced as a person now but i don't know i don't know him personally yeah who knows know. man Com- comedians go through a rich real people. interesting rich people are weird and he's That's he's true. a rich person now like he's both of those things. he's both yeah. of those things who knows what happened to him from all of those experiences but and i'm never gonna be safe i'm never gonna feel safe about a comedian because i know robin right? williams so oh, yeah i know um we got robin williams on one side and uh what the hell is his name? Redheaded guy, on the other. What you mean, Louis? Yeah, Louis C.K. on the other. Oh, just being a just being a, a gross... just not realizing that you know masturbating in front of your fans isn't a, isn't appropriate. Like who? Coworkers. Those were almost coworkers. I thought they were just fans. No, they were they were up and coming oh comedians whose whose. Uh, careers i think were Who, ruined but maybe they're back I don't what know. has to go what what do you have to go through in order for you to get to a point where you feel like that's okay you, you know like I, I don't know so you got you got people are weird in general like just re- regular people are weird but like you give them money or you give them fame or you give them some kind of status and they get weirder sure absolutely i agree so I, I don't know how much of, of him being, you know, on all the time as a comedian was fed into that. Right. But also I was just 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 to be just to clarify here, I was talking about like like suicide. That's what I was talking about. That's fair. Yeah. Um so both paths still terrible, you know, like all of a sudden they turn into oh you've been oh you've been grooming women for the last twenty five years? Fuck. <laughs> I guess I guess I should say on the other side of the spectrum isn't quite Louis C.K. He's not all the way. All the way on the other side of the spectrum is Bill Cosby. Right. Because yeah. we, we grew up with that thinking that this was a safe person, that this was a safe voice and, and face that was recognizable anywhere. And then suddenly we realized, oh, he raped a bunch of people. Yeah. That's I, nice. I brought uh, part of... I was in a, a public speaking class in, in high school, my senior year of high school, and I brought part of bill cosby himself to that and like showed bits of it to have an example of stand-up comedy 
and feel pretty. And now you feel gross. Feel pretty embarrassed about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But not that it really fucking matters. I wasn't, I wasn't showing it for like horrible purposes. I was just talking about the comedy and he did do the comedy. He did do the comedy. I, 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 I feel like I'm one of the very few people that out there that still have the ability to separate art from artist. Like I still, it's it's hard. It it is. I have, I, I have a hard time watching. I haven't tried in a while, but I would have a hard time watching American Beauty right now. One of my one of my favorite movies from when I was in my twenties. Was it? Because Kevin Spacey's a fucking horrible dick and oh, yeah, uh, used the accusations of him um, being sexually inappropriate with underage boys to say I am gay. Um, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy so hard, and not in the ways that he wants it to be done. Um, and that show was about fucking high school kids. Not about fucking high school. Well, it was kind of about fucking high school kids. But uh, there were high school kids on that show. And so it is almost certain that he was inappropriate with people in that movie. So watching that movie is difficult for me. But the feelings that I had about the movie, about the writing, about the characters, about what they went through, those those are not the same as the the horrible people that are in there. You know, Louis C.K. made some made some jokes that I laughed endlessly about because they were very good at being able to put a focus on something that not many other people did at that time in a certain way that just made me laugh because I love looking at bits that no one else is paying attention to or pointing at. That's that's it's entertaining to me endlessly. But yeah, listening to Louis C.K. bits is going to be difficult because I'm like, this is a dude that, that like kind of lost himself and fame enough to think that it's just totally cool to do this right. without asking for consent first. Yeah. You just ask, if you just ask for, if you just ask, hey, would would it be okay if I masturbated in front of you? People will happily say no, please don't. Now, if if I'm wrong and maybe he did ask those two girl, those two ladies consent and they were so concerned about their careers that they said yes, then please take back what I said. My bad. Yeah, consent is hard. It, well, it, it's yeah. it's a it's a weird area, and it's really just best to err on the side of no until right. there's an explicit, definite yes that you are like, are you absolutely sure? Because you can have a way out. Like, right? Yeah. There's a there's there's a power struggle right. here also. So please be honest. Whatever. Right. <sighs> Sorry, I took it to a dark place. It's kind of what I do. Well, vulnerability goes all sorts of places. It does. It does indeed. I think I think that's an important area, and I think a lot of people are afraid of it because they are worried that it will go to dark areas. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay for things to get dark because the sun will come back out, man. We're still revolving around the sun, and and and, and right. just because the moon's up right now and it's dark doesn't mean that the sun's not going to shine shine again tomorrow. Right? Absolutely, and I think that you and I will remember too, as you said once, take a breath. I think is what you called it. Yeah, well, it's what Doctor K coming up for coming up for air coming up for air coming up for air. Up for air. Um, yeah, that thing. We probably should do that every once in a while if we're getting too deep. Yeah. Uh, but you know, shifting gears back to what we were talking about with the podcast, right. And the directions of it, right. One of the benefits to what we were doing is that we didn't have to discuss 
what are we doing next week? That was a benefit. You were right. Because we just knew. But, you know, if we go with my favorite idea of just talking about what we talked or what, what came up in the last week, we don't have to have that conversation either. We can just be like, what did you come up with? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Let's talk about what what you remember from the last week. But I think it's important on the end that the previous podcast we do talk about what we're going to do next week are we just going to do a what we've come up with for that week or are we going to try and do two episodes of erased or are we going to try and deep dive into something yeah we we, we will have to figure that out for the next one mm-hmm. or two mm-hmm. or four i don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so on that note this is probably a good segue into the closing to appeal to the people listening what do you think? I'm going to make a, an article on Medium and I'll link to that in the description. But I would like to have people's opinions about what they think that we should do with the next episode. I don't know if people care what we do. And if they don't, we'll just grab bag, figure out what it, what it is that we want to do in that moment and just do something. We may just decide to scrap it and not do an ending for it at all and then it'll just be this mystery of like what happened mm-hmm. and people will have to just go watch the anime and that's fine that's fine absolutely so i i don't know if, if if nobody puts any input and we'll just decide next week what we're doing but... well, well, well let's say for right now our plan is that we're just going to talk about the week we're just going to go ahead okay. and we'll, we'll we'll slide right into our relaxed backup We'll just talk about what what's going on in the week. And maybe we'll be heavily inspired to do something specific next week instead. And right. that's totally fine if it happens. Yeah. I like that. I think that's a good okay. good way to go about it. Okay. So, you think we've completed our episode of the Hidden Egg podcast for yeah, today? I think so. I think we did a good job. Do you want a high five? Right. Probably do the ending before doing that. Nah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just want to say real quick um, that uh, we appreciate any uh, in- engagement that that you all do wish to uh, engage with us with. Uh, it's, it's, it's very much appreciated. It's not required by any stretch. Um, we want you to be happy and comfortable. Um, there are ways to support the show too, uh, like with uh, with that whatever. Do we still have that stuff going on? Yeah, we still have um, some some merch stuff. I'll I'll link to it if you want. I meant to create a new thing for my friend because she wanted a specific type of shirt, mm. and I just got too busy to do it. So maybe I'll actually get that taken care of by next week. Who knows? We'll, Who knows? we'll see. see. I have stuff to do next week. So I might not. It might it might wait longer. Okay. So in the in the associated <laughs> but there is merch there in the associated medium article, you can see ways to support the show. You um, are not required to support us in any way, shape, or form. We appreciate it, but please take care of yourself and your loved ones first, both monetarily and with regard to mental health. Hmm. Anything else you want? And add? physically. And physically, sure. <laughs> Silly bodies. <laughs> anyway, um, anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? No, I think that's about it. Okay. Well. Thanks again, everybody. You're lovely. I'm happy you're listening. My name is Eternally Mortal, and I hope you find smiles this day. And I'm the Accidental Monster. You can find us both on medium.com and follow yourself, always. <laughs>